Nature at its best is nature at its simplest. At Red Barn, we've kept it simple for 20 years by concentrating on single-ingredient natural dog treats. Because Mother Nature's actually pretty good at this. Bones are just tasty bones. Meat treats are just nourishing meat. It's nature at its simplest. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Natural Treats. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our slow-roasted natural meaty bones. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, it is 9 p.m. Pacific Time on Wednesday, August 26, 2015, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I'm your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show for anyone and everyone out there. Yes, even you. Yes, you. Whether you're cool or lame or stupid or have friends or are not stupid or whatever, whoever you are, wherever you are, however old you are, whatever it is you're feeling, I want to know about it. Listen, for whatever reason, I was born an only child. I have a lot of energy. And I think I give great advice, which I do, all right? But the thing is, here's the trick about advice. You can't give unsolicited advice. If if people aren't asking you for advice, shut your fucking mouth. Don't give them any. That's why I had to set up an entire advice-giving podcast masquerading as a legit radio show in the deep vortex that is the interweb just so I can give advice to people who are actually calling me directly for it. All right, so pick up your smartphones and dial 646-378-0649 to get through to me. Or if you're too much of a puss, no offense, whatever that means, you can tweet me your question at Wasser. You know what? Part of the fun is to see if you can even spell it. Find me on Twitter at Alexi Wasser or even Instagram at Alexi Wasser. Also, if you don't want to do that because you have too much info to regale me with, to regale all of us with, you can email me your question with all the pertinent information of your quandary, your quarry, your quarry. Does that make sense? Is that a word? Does that pertain to what I'm talking about? I don't know. How dare you? Anyway, you can email me your question to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. That's right, a Gmail address. It's a highbrow establishment situation I'm running over here at Boy Crazy Radio Studios on this hot, hot August evening. Ugh sweltering. I hope that means your questions are just as exciting as uh, uh, that's how hot I am. Anyway, oh my God, you guys, here's the deal. Tonight, right off the bat, there's no intro song. What's that all about, you ask? You know, I don't know, is my answer, because uh, apparently the server I do Boy Crazy Radio on is having technical difficulties. So tonight could be a complete train wreck. But you know what? Let's Get through it together. That's part of the excitement. You never know what's going to happen. The excitement about life is there's something new around every corner. Something good, something bad. We don't know. Anyway, phone lines are open. I have a lot to tell you about what happened with me this week, what I've noticed, things I've done. By the way, if I'm dating anybody or have gone on any dates with anybody recently, um, because I have, uh, I'm single, I'm allowed to, how dare you, Uh, just so you know, I'm never going to talk about who you are, what you're all about, or give any, like, 
private info you've given me uh, to the people listening to this podcast. I just want to I just want to let guys know that they're safe to date me. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna get the first call of the night. It seems like it's exciting because I feel like it's a Skype call from far away. I don't know who it who it is, who it could be. Um, but when you get on the air, give me your name, how old you are, and where you're calling from, and then get into your fucking motherfucking problem. Hello, who is this? It's you. You're calling from like a one 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 number, a Skype number maybe. If you think it might be you, just say hello, even if you don't think it is. Say hello. If you're holding and you don't think you got through, say hello anyway. Man, I've got somebody on the line. They refuse to say hello. This fucking show is already a complete train wreck. Oh, my God. Well, thank God I have so many emails to get to. Oftentimes, when I do a show, the priority is to get to the phone calls because phone calls are super exciting because they're, uh, you know, they're old-timey. People don't like to call. People are freaked out by phone calls nowadays. That's why I still listen to Loveline, because I like call-in radio shows. I think it's super fun. That's why my show mimics Loveline, kind of, except I'm like a cool big sister you can feel cozy with, and I'm not as snarky as they are. All right? And they're men, and you need a woman, and that's what I am. Um, All right. Well, here's what I did this week. I went to New York for a day to be – this is so fucking weird. I I was a guest. Apparently, I'm a relationship – expert dater no a relationship dating expert person or you know whatever they want because you know i have my blog i'm boycrazy.com i have this podcast boy crazy radio i write for magazines i give advice to people on other in magazines and on other websites and stuff where i serve as like you know like a dear abby like a modern like a younger hipster dear abby or whatever the fuck i can't believe i just said that oh my god i'm gonna go kill myself after the show anyway um so I did, I'll take a few steps back. A few months ago, but it was only recently released, like earlier this month, I was uh, contacted by Glamour Magazine to do this dating experiment where they wanted me to be open to the idea of really getting specific about what I want in my perfect boyfriend because I'm newly single, or you know, I've been single for like 10 months. But I keep saying I'm newly single, even though it's been like almost a year since my breakup, but like, you know, and I'll get to that too. Because the dude I broke up with keeps coming in and out of my life. It's a fucking nightmare. It's like beautiful and very sad. I don't know, I, I, I stopped that. Because um, I don't think it's healthy, and I don't think it's helpful. Um, so I was like, cool, whatever, this is great. I'm still getting over the breakup. I need to keep busy. Glamour Magazine sounds cool. They're flying me out. Let's do this weird experiment. I'm up for anything. I hope I don't come across as desperate because I'm not. Um, So I did this dating experiment. They, like, made me write on a wall in marker, pen, Sharpie. um, Under every single category they created, like, hair color, height, you know, credit, uh, whatever, religion, blah, 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 yakety, schnackety, all this shit. Some of which I don't give a fuck about. Not to curse so much tonight. I'm a woman, and I don't even know what that means, but I'm trying not to be too crass, but too late. So um, I filled in all these blanks. I gave them this, like, you know, their their idea was if, you got, if women were more specific with what they want, they have a better chance of getting that in their perfect mate because there is some clarity. But the thing is, it's an age-old thing. Uh, I mean, I don't know about age old, but it's like a pretty known thing where, you know, women tell each other, okay, have you read that self-help book? You have to make your list. 
you better make your list. Did you make your perfect man list? And it's like I give that advice on this show, and my friends give it to me, and I give it to them, and I've been making my, my perfect boyfriend list. You know, it's a very feminine, ethereal, self-helpy, out-of-control, control-free kind of thing to do, is to make your perfect list of your ideal boyfriend. Um, do men do this? I don't think they do. I feel like my gay boyfriends might do this, but only the, the feminine ones. Not Because I have, like, tons of masculine gay boyfriends who are like, I'm not going to fucking hold your purse or go shopping with you or be your weird cliche gay boyfriend, okay? That, that, doesn't, that doesn't vibe here. That's not happening, all right? I'm not your fucking Stanford, and you're not Carrie Bradshaw. Um, but, yeah, I think it's very female-centric to be writing your, your perfect mate list. And I have like 20 of them, and they're disgusting and ridiculous. And who the fuck do I think I think I am? I mean, I think one time I wrote a list like, has a private jet. It's like, if I really wanted that, I'd have to go to the gym because I'm such a lazy, oh, my God, I'm trying not to call myself a monster anymore. But I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I'm not the kind of girl who's trying to date like a basketball player who like has bleached blonde hair. I'm making a lot of assumptions now, but just bear with me. You know, I don't go to the gym, and I don't wear juicy couture outfits, and like my whole thing isn't about – how my body is. I don't want to be overweight and I'm fit, but I'm not like, I got to get this together because my body is who I am and I've got to reel in the dude who could date every supermodel because I, you know, I have to have the, an edge. I have to have that edge. For, for me, I've always lived most intensely in my brain and I identify most of my, my mind. So for me, sometimes I'm completely disconnected from my body and I rarely exercise. I like going on long walks that gets me connected to the world and, and you know, and, and, and out of my head because I, I'm always in my head, which is exhausting, um, clearly. So, Glamour Magazine. So I make this list. I get ready for my date. They go, we're going to find him for you. And I'm like, cool, okay. Um, and it was super fun and silly and ridiculous. And they introduced me to this guy, and I show up to this restaurant. And there are cameras everywhere. And, like, and I don't understand how people – how can people do reality television? It's insane. Like, maybe when I'm 50, like, five zero years old, I, could, I might, I mean, I, I it, you know, if there's like a real housewives of Los Feliz or a real housewives of West Hollywood, I'll totally be on that show. But right now, I'm not there yet, and I have very little experience about like being, having like a dinner video t- or like shot from every different angle and like cameras everywhere to try to capture a, a vulnerable real moment. It was just so uncomfortable and awkward because it's like, I was so aware of the cameras and I'm trying to talk to this guy and the pheromones were just off and he wasn't my style and I'm sorry, you either feel it or you don't and I am very judgmental and I trust my intuition because I have good intuition and chemistry is chemistry and you can't put, you know, you just, it is what it is. So it didn't work out. That's all good, whatever. That video just got released. When I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, I hate what I look like. Ah, I look like crazy. They put so much makeup on me. I hated it. And I, like, wrote back to Glamour Magazine, and I was like, I hate this. I mean, I, I said, I love it. Great job. The editing's fantastic. It's really sweet. I hate my face. Like, I panicked. And then my mom watched it, and I took a breath and calmed the fuck down and relaxed. And, uh, and then I watched it again, and I was like, oh, this is okay. This is sweet. This is cute. And then, uh, you know, if my mom likes it, if my mom and my friends are telling me that it's adorable, I'm okay with it. So then I rewrote. I wrote, I wrote back to Glamour, and I was like, hey, sorry, uh, I just got over myself. I'm a dick. This is adorable. Thank you so much for having me. And I, like, you know, was appreciative and nice. 
but, you know, it's hard to look at yourself. I, I already put myself out on the Internet and in, into the world so much, but I feel like it's so controlled because I'm the one who takes my photo and puts it on Instagram, or I'm the one who, like, directs the video I'm doing of myself, and I edit it, and blah, blah, blah. So that's control freak. I'm an only child control freak, so to see something that's out of my control feels out of control. Anyway, this video from Glamour comes out, and because of that, I got this. I got offered to be flown to New York again to be on this daytime talk show, which I've never, I've never been on a daytime talk show ever. And it was so funny. I just felt again. I have this narrative. I have this idea of myself that may or may not be true. Uh, it's probably partially true, partially not true, um, which we can all learn from. It's probably true. It's probably true for all of us and in our internal monologues and feelings and whatever take on ourselves. So anyway, uh, and I am there for this episode of the show called TB, TB Jakes. It's like this new show that's yet to premiere. It's going to be like it's on network television, whatever. Um, and it's like this guy who's like a protege of of Oprah and whatever. And he's like this guy with a bunch of bestsellers, and but he's like a bishop. He's like he's like a religious guy, and I'm just uh, I'm like spiritual, whatever that means. I'm gonna spray myself with uh, with rose water right now. Hold on, it's an inferno in in Los Angeles at Boy Crazy Radio Studios. Um, and they're having me there to represent to talk about my experience with the Glamour Magazine experiment date, and to be introduced to this guy who's representing single men. And I think they were trying to, like, set me up with this guy. And the whole spin, and he was so wrong for me, but that was cute and adorable, too. It was just interesting and made me laugh. The whole spin on it was kind of like, hey, why do you think you're still single, Lexi? And and in my pre-interview, I was like, um, I was like, uh, well, I'm not, like, bummed on being single. Like, I, I just don't want to settle. Like, I'm very picky, and I love being alone. So in the meantime of being technically single or whatever like it's cool I've got tons of shit to do and things to make and friends and to hang out with and family to spend time with and dates to go on and and I was like and I ended up talking about how okay I am with being single that the that the more executive producer like the the higher up executive producer for the show had to call me and be like hi we're a little concerned the the whole uh point of the show is to talk about you know you trying to find a husband and, and have kids sooner than later and, uh, you know, to wonder why you're still single. You know, you want to talk about what you're looking for as opposed to being so happy about being single. So I had to, like, you know, I had to f- strike the balance and go, okay, I don't want to say, like, fuck you, That's, this sounds ridiculous, because it didn't, because they wanted to hone in, they wanted to talk about a certain aspect of being single. And for a lot of people that is, you know, it's lonely and it's sad and you hope to meet you know, your soulmate, boy of your dreams, man of your dreams or whatever. Um, but in my world, I just feel like I operate differently. But I do have those lonely moments occasionally. So I thought, okay, let's just talk about other stuff. Um, so I went there. And the segment was so quick anyway that there was barely time to talk about anything. So I just talked about how I feel like the the, the most important relationship, first and foremost, to cultivate is the one you have with your with yourself. Like that's the most important thing. Like getting all your shit done, liking who you are, going to therapy or not going to therapy, or just having you know, whatever. That's the most important thing. And then from there, I I am a romantic. I want to have a boyfriend. I want to fall in love because that's the best feeling in the whole world. Mm, you know, and also creating stuff and making stuff and loving your career. That's pretty cool too. And I'm sure having a baby is pretty awesome. But yeah, I'm not there yet. 
But uh, And I just said, you know, but I'm not willing to settle because I've experienced magic. I know what kind of romantic chemistry magic exists. And I sure as hell would rather hold out for that than just, like, be with some guy who puts his attention on me, um, you know, and settle for, like, some warm body, some warm body. Anyway, so the segment was quick, and it was over, and it was a great thing. And it was fun. And then this like tiny little old couple, like who were like in their nineties, came out and they talked and they talked about their relationship and why it works. And that shit was the most romantic, amazing thing I've ever witnessed. They were so adorable. They were still so in love. You could feel the the magnetic chemistry just like just spewing from their souls. Like I was like, holy shit, that is what I want. That is incredible. And then they talked about how they feel about dating on apps and I mean they don't they can't relate they don't understand it but they think it feels like it seems very artificial and uh, cold and distant and I agree now I feel like I'm allowed to talk about dating on an app finally now that I've actually experienced one for the first time in my life because I was such a snob and so like oh gross weird apps are for losers dating on dating websites is for losers ew gross it's for like you know normal people and I'm not normal and I'm, you know, I'm a loud mouth. I'll meet somebody at Whole Foods or at a party or I'm social. I throw myself into the world. Anyway, I got over all that shit because all of a sudden the future caught up with me and all my cool friends that I respect and think are interesting, um, they were like, no, dude, get over yourself. Like, hey, grandma, uh, people date on apps now. It's legit. It's okay. It's like normal. Remember how texting used to be weird? And you'd be like, weird, I'm texting. I'm like punching in these letters and they're forming sentences and then I'm sending it into the ether. No, dude, we just text now. It's no big deal. It's almost like mind reading. It's like, I'm, you know, you know, like we're more connected. I feel like when I text with somebody, it's more intimate than, you know, than pillow talk or if they're just inside my mind's eye or my whatever, like crawling around in my brain when I text now. It's so intimate and real. So, yeah, I was like, fuck it. Okay, you're right. Oh, my God, I almost said, fuck, yeah. Who the hell do I think I think I am? I don't even say that, but whatever. It felt good. Um, so I got on this weird app called Raya that my friends developed. It's like a small community. It's like this weird elitist Tinder thing. People have referred to it in, like, the press about it as Illuminati Tinder. And I was like, hey, wait a minute. I like coffee. I like hotels. I like parties. I like elitist shit. I like elitist shit. Because I'm a bit of a dick sometimes, or I, or I can be a bit snobby. Sorry, I'm just saying how I feel. I'll, I won't be on Tinder. Tinder seems a little bonkers to me. But I'll be on this, like, fucking, I'll be on this weird Illuminati Tinder elitist Freddie St. Ellis-esque Tinder situation. That sounds weird. Okay. Put my profile together. I signed a, a song to it because you get to assign, it's like a slideshow set to music of your choice. And then I got to see all the other boneheads who are on this app. And you know what? I'm not going to name names because that's none of your business and that's top secret stuff. And I'm not here to blow up anybody's spot. But the people are good looking and some of them are cool. And, uh, yeah, so I'm, like, dating on the app. So now I'm learning about, like, how people interact on an app. And it is a bit different, although kind of also the same as as it is when you're dating, when you meet somebody in real life. So I, And, like, you know, I think the thing I'm taking away the most from dating on an application is it's still a little embarrassing, even if it's Illuminati, Tinder. Uh, it, it's kind of like, okay, we're here. We're doing this. We've matched. 
let's let's do this. Like, you know, it's like, what? Are we? Are you trying to you want to sex with me? Are we like, I don't know. It's, it's a little bit less like exciting a story, you know, because at least when you meet at a party, there's like eye contact. You know, one person has to figure out a, a reason, an excuse to kind of make their way over to the other person, and and you know, there's like side glances, and it's just a cool in real life kind of vibe situation that I love. I love that shit. I'm used to that. You know, you meet somebody at a bar, like the, the eye contact, the exchange, the effort it takes in real life to just like come up with a, to be brave in person, to come up with an excuse to start a conversation and walk over to a girl or vice versa. You know what I mean? Like that shit is, that's romantic. I, I do prefer that. I am a little not loving the app. I am a little not loving the app romance approach. Um, but, yeah, I've been on, like, four riot dates. And here are the things I've known. But I've, I've had, like, a bunch, like, that coulda, woulda, shit, like, may have happened. And here are the two things that, that happen when you're exchanging, uh, when you're having a conversation and you meet somebody on an app. I mean. Not like you guys don't know. But this is what I've noticed. And it's important for me to see what, uh, what I'm fucking learning. Um, I'm just reflecting on it. I've noticed that you're not, you're, you're, you're not a real human being or you're almost not really considered real um, or to be respected or really thought of in a real way until you meet in person. Like let's say you're texting, you're like communicating on the app, right? You're communicating on the app. Then the next big step is, you get off the app because you exchange real phone numbers, and then you start texting. And then maybe you make a tentative plan. You make a tentative plan, and then and then the person can just ghost you. And ghosting is what I refer to as, uh, I mean, I think it's out there already. Ghosting is what I refer to as like, just like falling off the face of the earth, where it's like, hey, wait, I thought that person and I were going to hang out, but then we didn't. What's going on? I don't understand. Um, and then they just vanish. And I've ghosted people, and they've ghosted me. And it just happens because nobody has any, there's no allegiance to anybody. You have no, I mean, you don't owe anybody anything. I don't owe anybody I'm chatting with on Raya or whatever. And they don't owe anything to me. So it's like, who knows what the other person gets into. They might meet another person. I might meet another person. You get caught up in work. You're You're not interested. You get bored. And then you just vanish. And it's also stressful because on these weird apps, all of a sudden you start like, communicating with people via text and it's like all of a sudden you've got like 20 texts if you're you know if you're cool and you got a lot of interest or whatever all of a sudden you're like flirting having text flirtations with like a million bazillion people it's exhausting anyway that's just how i feel about that phone lines are open 646-378-0649 i see that the server is having a problem and i just want to see if music is able to be played but the phone lines are open. Yeah, bizarre. Songs aren't playing. I don't know what's going on. Um, I'm going to take a, I'm going to read an email that was sent, although I do want your phone calls. And I I do want to read some of your tweets. Uh, I've been meeting guys who are in open relationships, and I have weird feelings about that. Because I don't want to be, ultimately I realize I don't want to be somebody's side bitch. I don't want to like accidentally fall in love with somebody uh, or have casual sex or make outs or, or develop feelings for someone who's in an open relationship. And then and then I'm like, wait, 
but they have the number one, and I'm all of a sudden a side bitch? How did I let this happen? Oh, I was okay with dating somebody who's in an open relationship. It's just too sloppy. Not into it. And then what else? What other weird situations am I finding myself in? Yeah, I guess just ghosting people, being ghosted. These are all the things you notice. Um, I'm going to take this phone call. You're on, you know. Who is this? Yeah, you're on. The first call. Hey, you've been on yeah. earlier. You, yeah, what, what's your name? How old are you and where are you calling from? I can't tell you my name. Someone might hear. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Just tell, give, me, give me a fake name and, and your age and your uh, location. Okay. So, ooh, I'm nervous now because this is really Don't be personal. nervous. I've been, I've, been, <laughs> I've, been, I've been talking for like an hour. And by the way, can you hear the show clearly? Kind of, yeah. It kind of cuts in and out. Oh, no. That's horrible. Yeah. Okay, okay so my name is Catherine. Okay. 28, L.A. Tell me everything, girl. Oh, my God. Where do I don't, even begin? From the beginning. <laughs> don't be nervous. Don't be so nervous. so complicated. Okay. So, talking about dating on app finally found my dream guy like a perfect amazing <laughs> like amazing sex life amazing everything found out he had a girlfriend dumped her for me i felt Ooh. terrible no yeah i felt horrible horrible but Things were going great. Like, this guy is just, like, I'm so attracted to him. I swear I can fall in love with him, like, just, you know, and he's just perfect. And then um, he just plays a lot of mind games. Turns out he's still hooked on a past relationship. Wait, are you, super, are you super, like, obsessed. No, not even that ex that, not that ex that he left. Another ex. <laughs> Well, here's my question. Wait, this isn't my ex-boyfriend, is it? No! <laughs> I don't, who knows? I, I, I'm going to the same thing. My ex-boyfriend is, like, still talking about his ex that he left for me, and it's just like, oh, my God. It's just, like, no. exhausting. See, yeah, it is exhausting. But the thing is, it's not, okay, he does talk about his current ex, like the previous ex, but he also is obsessed with, like, his ex-girlfriend before her. And she's horrible. She's a horrible, horrible person. Like, she's evil. She's just been not a nice person. And she's sent him messages that were really terrible. Like, if I were to get that from an ex, I'd be like, okay, I am done. And I'm not wasting my time on you. Well, okay. So, anyways. Everything is going great. He pretty much treated me like his girlfriend. We saw each other every single day. This guy is just a roller coaster. He stops talking to me out of nowhere. And I'm like, um, dude, I've tried leaving you like several times because you had a girlfriend. And then you begged me to stay. And then there are other things that I would hear and he would, like, beg me, like, blow up my phone, call me nonstop. And he's like, I know where you stay, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, okay, I kind of like the feeling of being wanted by him. But at the same time, I was just like, dude, this guy's nuts. Like, 
And then when I would do it, I mean, I don't do it. I do it throughout the day. I just worry about him because of the things he says sometimes. And what does I'm he say? Like, hey, what's going on? I don't know. He just like, kind of threatens him. I don't know. He's just kind of crazy. Kind of. I don't know. He goes through some sh- shit sometimes, and I'm just like, oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, he he kind of like says things that bother me, so I like checking up on him, and um, I'm just confused. Like, what the hell? Like, how do you go? Like, how do you go from seeing me every single day to like not speaking to me, and then telling me, "Oh, I need space." I'm like, dude, really? Like, I could have like left you several times and you beg me to stay and you're over here telling me you need space. So where are you at now with this guy? I have no idea. Like, I used to hear from him every, like, hour in the morning when he wakes up. I don't hear from him at all. Like, the last time I heard from him, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, but it was last night and I did text him this morning and he didn't say anything. And I'm just like, okay, you know what? I give up. Um, I don't. I don't know what to do. And, like, the funny thing is I kind of sensed something weird when um, I told him, like, I, you know, I was kind of over the fact that I didn't know where we stood and how he was kind of a roller coaster. He, like, liked me a lot, and then he would stop talking to me, and then he would say, I need space. And I was just like, dude, seriously, this is super annoying. Okay. So I, him, I was like, okay, well, on Friday, like last Friday, I had a date, and um, he told me to go. And then later on, I talked to him about it, and he was like, I don't want to hear about it. And I'm like, wait, what do you mean? You told me that you would want to talk to me about it. He's like, would you want to hear if I was dating someone or how my date went? I was like, first of all, I don't want you to date anyone else but me, but you're kind of insisting and pushing me to date other people, so I'm going to go yeah, on a date. Listen. This is not happening. You're, like, tethered to this guy who is, like, you know, playing mind games on you but giving you clear, blatant clues. That, I mean, he's just, like, straight up the way he's acting. This is not the guy to you. This is not what you want. But you're, like... I know. But listen, but, but what is... And, like, you're, la- you're, like, you have that nervous... I mean, I'm not being mean, I swear to God, but you have, like, this nervous laughter when you're, like, he says kind of weird stuff, like, about, you know, committing suicide. And then you're, like, ha, ha, ha. But it's like, you know, no, listen, though, it's not funny. Like, right now, you're being so, you know, but but I don't know why you're laughing, sweetie. I don't know why you're laughing. I'm not going to call you sweetie. I'm not doing it in a condescending way, but it's like, this is fucked up, and you're being disrespectful to yourself. Like, it's embarrassing to you. It's not okay. If you, if you were your own daughter, and your daughter said this, like, oh, mommy, I met this guy, and blah, blah, and this is all the shit that he's doing, and, you know, fuck that. No way. Like, delete his number, and if you're worried that he's going to commit suicide, you just go, hey, I'm worried about you. I'm worried when you tell me you're going to, when, when you say you're going to hurt yourself. Call, here, have this number and give him, like, the National Prevention, you know, suicide hotline. Give him that number for real. At least you know you, you, know you did your, like, due diligence. Like you, do, like, you did your research. You're giving him some info. And then fucking delete his number. Don't hope that he texts you. Hope that, you know, and be grateful if and when he never texts you again, don't, it's done. It's so done. You're so, you should be so thankful to be rid of this guy. If this guy never contacts you again, don't feel like you're lame or you're not cute or you're not cool or why didn't he choose me? Fuck him. It's not cool. He's 
He's playing fucking crazy mind games on you. What, he what's the is. Point? But why are you like, I know, like, like, what's the problem? You know are you bummed? I don't know. I don't get it. I'm, I'm super, yeah, I'm super bummed because we have, like, great times, you know? And, um, you it know, before all that, it was great. I mean, I left out all the good stuff, you know? It's just that the this shit confuses me. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with him? He'll say things like, oh, you know, he'll call him out, like, like, he'll call us a couple and all that shit. And then later on, he's just like, we're not together. And I'm like, what the fuck? You're fucking, you're crazy. I don't understand what you want. But you know what's funny, though? It's like you're just as crazy as he is in a different way if you align yourself with if this I guy. With like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, like, you should just be really, like, like your, you should just, uh, this is easier said than done. You should respect yourself enough to be like, oh, this shit does not work for me. Sorry, dude. Like, I don't put up with this shit. No, thanks. Like, and I know that you're, you know, it's sad because you're like, oh, we had such good times. But, like, you know what? The bad times and the confusion and the way you're being treated and dicked around and, like, and you're letting him do it because you keep coming back and you, you're, like, you're encouraging it. You're, like, in, in, uh, you're, it's, it's, it's not cool. It's just, like, there's no, you got to have some self-respect. It's not okay. And, like, you'll have good times with somebody else. And, and the goal is, you know, the goal is to to have more good times than bad times and to, like, it shouldn't get this dark, you know. And already he's talking about his ex, yeah. ex-girlfriend. And he's got his ex-girlfriend. He already left one girl. It's like, I mean, it's just a no-brainer. Just cut him out of your life and just know and have faith that, like, you'll meet somebody better. But, but you have to, you can only meet somebody better if you if you hold out for something better. if you, I know, like, it's scary because you're like, oh, I had this thing and there's so many good things and I don't want to throw it all away because you're, like, kind of grateful that you got the attention from this cute guy and you probably have good sex and the makeout's probably really good. But it's like, but ideally, it's like, don't make yourself, like, some joke that can just be, you're just, like, being played, like, being played by this guy and, like, he can't play you unless you let yourself be played like this. And That's it's just so not, true. it's not fucking cool. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't, why, why do you think you put, allow yourself to put up with this? Like, what? why don't you think you're good enough for somebody who treats you with respect? You, know, you, you think your eyes are too big? You, you know what? I have no idea what the hell is wrong with me because before all this, I was talking to, like, a bunch of, like, hot dudes. And I was having fun, you know, being single and just, talk, you know, not, you know, settling for anyone. And then I met this guy, and I'm like, oh, my God, he is so perfect turns out he had a girlfriend all of that stuff and I was just like you know what I was gonna cut him off right then and there and he was just begging me like don't do this blah 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 and I'm like dude you have a girlfriend like I can't do this I know and now you're here though and like the thing is it's like the more the more you hang out the more sex you have with a person you get deeper and deeper into this like yeah, you know, you're having tunnel vision because it's like you're in so deep. It's like I'm, I'm gonna, I want to try to yank you out of there because it's like life is. There's a lot of shit to do, and it's okay to be single, and there's so much stuff to do, and it's like. But right now, you, you're like you're, you're you're connected to this person. You've got to cut those ties because it sounds like it's so fucking toxic and weird and miserable and like and, and toxic. And, and, and everyone's just and, telling me that. And you can't get any other, like, what are your goals for your life? Like, what do you want your life to be? Like, what is your career goal? I don't want to talk about it. People might know who I am. 
I mean, okay, I'm well, getting like, there. I'm getting there. It's pretty, you know, I just, I don't know. Wait, do I know you in real life? I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't you know? What? You would know if we knew each other in real life, right? You and me? No, I'm just kidding. No, you don't know me. Okay. Um, oh, my God. I was like, is this my friend he's calling in? I don't know. Um, yeah, so listen, delete his number. I say I say block his number. I know it's hard to block a guy when you want to know if he's texting you because you want to know when you're ignoring a text from him. You still want to be aware of, like, whether or not he's texting you. But I say, yeah. just, block, I say just block him. Like, fucking get back in your work. Hang out with your girlfriends. Fuck it. Get on Tinder. Go out on dates. Do whatever. Like, just stay so busy and just, like, really realize like he's not your boyfriend and and just tell yourself this is over this is over it's not we're not together anymore like this is not happening it's over like because right now in the back of your head you're like no but we're still like kind of connected like we we keep coming in out of each other's lives like we're still connected somehow like we're still together we're just on some weird phase of it it's like no you're not going back to this guy he's a loser he sucks and you've got to like have your right and like yeah, because, like, something better is waiting for you. I don't know when it's going to come, like, but definitely it's not going to happen when you're, like, all, like, entangled with this bonehead, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> so call me, next, call me next week and update me. I know. <laughs> I need to block him, so I probably wouldn't have updates. Oh, what would you say? I need to be strong enough to block. I said I would need to be strong enough to block him. I said I want to block him. I've tried to. Just ignore him. Write in your journal. Masturbate. Take Epsom salt baths. Read a book. Listen to an audio book. Start having a crush on a new person. Put as much energy. Take all the energy you're using spiraling and thinking about this dude, this loser, piece of shit loser dude, and put it into whatever your career goal is. Like, and, and I swear yeah. to because it's like, you have shit to do. And, like, and I think the best, like, uh, the best revenge is being successful and having a great life. So do that and make him kick himself if he ever is healthy enough to, like, look back and be like, oh, what did I do? I was a dick. But even though he'll probably never be that way because he's, like, he's how he is. It's not even your problem. It has nothing to do with you. He's just the way he is. But you're the one who has to decide. When you meet someone and the way they go about their life and the way they treat you, if that doesn't work for you, you can't change them. You just have to be strong enough to go, oh, oh, that doesn't work for me. I wanted this to work, but now I'm looking at all the clues and I'm looking at all the information I've been given based on their behavior and things that they say and how they're acting. Um, and it doesn't work for me, so I'm just going to have to like keep moving, you know? Yeah, you're totally right. Okay, I mean, let I've me know what happened before. Yeah. I don't listen. <laughs> well, listen. Let's take take a moment. Let this sink in. It's like don't be embarrassed. Don't embarrass yourself. I'm not and I'm not saying that yeah. to be I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm saying that to like like a wake-up call. Like don't be some fucking dumb little bitch who's getting stepped on by some fucking loser dude. You're better than that. Okay? This is embarrassing. It's not and, and don't go, don't don't play that either. Don't be like <laughs> like cut that out too. That's that's lame. Like don't be like just be like, "Yeah, you're, you know, I'm right, and, and you're going to take care of yourself, and you're stronger than that. You don't have to crumble and be like, oh, what happened? Like, whiny. You're the boss <laughs> of your life, so fucking, yeah, cut out the whining, cut out the, what you know, the regret, the, the, the wishing it could have been one way, and the, 
the the whiny laughter, giggles, and be like, oh, fuck, like, be the boss of your life, cut this loser out of your life, move forward, and, like, because, you know, it's all on you. Like, you dictate you. Anyway, um, phone lines are open. 646-378-0649 is the number. 646-378-0649 is the number. I think we're having technical difficulty. I really hope you guys can hear the show and it's not cutting in and out. Ugh, so annoying. Um, I'm checking Twitter. At Kale Guts says he wants to call in, but he's in China. Aw, Kale Guts. Why do you got to be in China when I need you to call on the show? But that's what Skype's for. Uh, another person called in. They want to remain anonymous. And they wrote, Alexi Wasser, LOL. You need to give my friend advice. But don't say my Twitter name on your show. Wow. Fine, I didn't. See, oh, today was really cool. I met with an actor. Um, this really cute guy who's on, he's like 18. No, he's like 21. Um He's on Parenthood. He's so adorable. And I had like a great conversation with a 21-year-old boy that I was talking to about like this, this movie project that I wrote. And like that's something I'm really excited about. That's something that I, I never talk about that on the show at all. But like I'm having a, I think it's like a full moon. We're on the precipice of a full moon. And my psychic tarot card reading friend, Lulu, who has been a co-host on the show with me only weeks ago, she told me that today is the luckiest day in the... Uh, in the tarot? No, the luckiest day astrologically for everybody. I mean, let me see what, what her text said to me earlier. Um, do, 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 boo, boo, boo. She said today, because I, I like her, I like the fact that, like, I have this special magical girlfriend, my English girlfriend, Lulu, who, who just moved to L.A., and uh, it's so sweet whenever I'm having, like, emotional moments where I'm, like, going to go on a date or I'm freaking out, whatever, and spiraling. She, you know, I'll ask her, like, what's going on in the universe? And she's like, today I was going on, like, a date, uh, and I was all nervous, and we were texting. And she goes, today is supposed to be astrologically the luckiest day of the year. And I was like, really? For everyone? I'm feeling good, but why the luckiest? And she said, something to do with Jupiter, which is the planet of luck, uh, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so that's as much as I got out of her. I was trying to shake the info out of her, and that's all I got before I had to go run over to my date. Uh, Aerie Code 323, you're on Boy Crazy Radio. Tell me everything. Hello? 323, it's you. Who is this? This is Jake Davis. Jake Davis? Yeah, I called you about a year ago. Well, with my newly developed, uh, yeah, crazy, right? Uh, newly developed divorcee, taking your advice and kind of catching up with you and telling you how it went. Tell me everything. So, wait, how old are you, and what part? Where are you calling from? Los Angeles, I take it. Yeah, I'm calling from Studio City. I am 42 uh, years young. That's cute. <laughs> 42 years young. Okay, 42. Studio City. So how long have you been divorced? For about a year now? Yeah. I've been on the single scene for about a year. You are so cute. Are you older than 42? No, no, I'm not. 42 is accurate. Okay. Well, so so what are you noticing? What's been going on as a single man in Studio City? Oh, God. What can I tell you? Um, (laughs) 
Okay, Cupid, Tinder. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just uh, trying to be surprised and see what uh, what a year development uh, your experience was similar to mine at that time. You were newly separated, so what have you well, glommed from uh, being separated for a year? Uh, I have, well, yeah, it's been about a year. Well, the funny thing is my ex comes in and out of my life. Like, he visited town the other day, and that was, like, emotional. And then he visited town, like, two months ago, and then before that it was, like, another two months. You know, it's, like, so it's kind of like I have this ghost coming in out of my life, which is very unhealthy because it keeps me kind of tethered to him and a little bit angry. And even though I broke up with him, I'm, like, disappointed and angry and, want to be like, why didn't you love me enough to move to L.A.? Or, you know, you're not brave enough to, you know, or whatever. And I get angry because I've never uh, been, I hadn't been emotionally open and available to somebody like I was to him for such a, in such a long time, in such a real way um, that I, like, exactly. look at him and I'm like, that's kind of I'm, where I'm, that's where I'm coming from, too, is, like, I, I talk to my uh, ex-gal almost on a daily basis. Why? You know, and, uh, on a daily basis, why? I don't know. It, it, it's a weird thing. I, I'm I'm person, but I don't want to cohabitate with them. It, it's a weird thing, you know? You like somebody, but you don't want to live with them. Well, wait a second. So, so you, know, you, talk, you, talk, you talk to this person every single day. I mean, that is, that's a lot. Well, I mean, so do you guys think you'll get back together? Because I know I'm for sure... Every time I see him, I'm less in love with him, uh, with my ex, and I'm totally into dating new people, and I'm totally open to love with a new person. But it's like, you know, so I didn't get to finish my story, but I've noticed uh, since being single, but let's go back to you. So you're talking to her every every day. So would you like to get back together, but maybe not live together? Because that's such a, like, why can't you just live in the same city and then, like, not live together but be boyfriend and girlfriend? That sounds really romantic and cool. It does, doesn't it? But uh, it doesn't really work out in real life. And that That's the Why? problem. Yes, I've harbored Why? those. No, I mean, you know, I've watched a few Woody Allen movies, and it doesn't really work out, you know. Uh, you move on. But don't make the joke about the Woody Allen movie. It's like, for real, like, if you guys are, <laughs> if you guys are, both, if you guys are both talking every day, honestly, why can't you? And you're both in the same city, and you're not doing long distance. I was doing long distance. But who cares about me? Well, I it, it, it's... It's the reverse of friends without benefits, you know. But you're, you, you keep giving can... me like free, wait, hold on. So you keep giving me like phrases and pop culture and like jokes and Woody Allen, whatever. But it's like, why yeah. does she love you? Do you love her? Can you be? Why can't you be dating? She doesn't want to anymore. She doesn't want to affect you anymore. No, it's not about that. It's about oh my god, this is like you know like career things um i don't know people have these trajectories in their life where they see themselves at certain ages and that's why we separated she saw herself doing this and i see myself just kind of trucking along well here's what i think i think i think i think if it's not going to work out with a girl for whatever reason then you need to stop talking to her every single day i think maybe like once once every two months or once a year fine but I think yeah. you, you need to do some solid. You need to do some solid time, no contact. Like I learned that with from a friend where he goes, you just need to have no contact for like thirty days, like from the from the ex. This was me doing baby steps when I first when we first broke up. Um, and I took that advice, and it was so helpful. 
and I'll go for a long time without contacting him. And then because every single day, it's like you're not you're not practicing standing on your own two feet without like this person as a crutch. It's not okay. Well, so if you that's why I called in. Like, I yeah. Why well, I, I called in to talk about that. I've I've taken you know you gave me that advice about a year ago, and you know what I took it to heed, and I'm like yeah that's good advice because you need to uh, heal the wounds. So, oh, you know, I, I you did go. the, yeah, I exercised, I uh, changed my lifestyle, I went on dating sites, I did, you know, crazy amounts of socializing and um, introspection. But it's like I'm I'm kind of reaching this point where, man, you go on these dating sites, and I don't know what's up with gals nowadays, especially in L.A., but stop, I am so not interested now. in ladies, women... Whatever is respectful. Um, I don't know what's happening here, but I need to... Hold on one second. We're having weird technical difficulty with with the server. Um, Jake, hold on one second. I want to get to this. Wait, is this working? 863. We're having issues with Jake. 863? I think that's me. I think that's me. I think that's me. Sorry. Jake, I put you on pause for one second to see if it had a bit of technical difficulty, and now we're going to jump to this and then jump right back. Sorry. The server is like freaking me out tonight. Can you hear the show tonight? Yes, I can. Oh, okay. Well, how old are you and what's your name and where are you calling from? I'm actually, I just turned 20. Um, I'm calling from Lakeland, Florida. <laughs> so, yeah. I. What's going on? What's your name? Um, My name is Nabi. It's Korean for butterfly. Um, oh, that's cute. I'm just, <laughs> things, I'm just, I'm having a lot of issues with my boyfriend. I mean, I'm moving to Los Angeles soon, and he's all for moving with me and supporting me as well because we will both be doing our own thing in California, but we want to live together. But um, when it comes to looking for an apartment with him, it, it's kind of hard to get him to help me out a little bit. I mean, he says he's all for it, but then he kind of slacks off or I don't really want to say sits on his ass, but... it's kind of what he does. I mean, he is a gamer, so he tends to stick to his gaming a lot. And sometimes I try to get him a little bit more enthusiastic about, you know, moving to a new place. Although I know it can be stressful, I try to keep a positive attitude. And it seems like I'm really the only person keeping energy in the relationship at this point. And I try to ask him if moving is a bit too overwhelming for him and he doesn't really try to say anything and it even has been affecting our sex life some because it's sometimes he won't really be in the mood I try to help him out but when he says no it's no and I understand that so I back off but I don't know I feel like (laughs) it's I really it's at the point where I don't really know what to do I mean I don't want to seem too pushy and I know what to do (laughs) <laughs> I'll tell you. Please do. I mean, I just feel like this dude is like too much of a, and this is just, you know, straight off the bat. Uh, I feel like he's being too uh, a puss and not actually wanting to talk about how he's really feeling. So he's just giving you clues in his uh, non, in his inaction. Um, he's not helping you look for a place. He doesn't want to have sex. He's like shutting, he's like shutting down completely. Um Here's what I would do if I were you. You're moving to L.A., right? This is happening for yes. sure, yes? So yes, definitely. So here's the deal. 
even if you're going with them or not going with them, do you have enough money to move yourself? Yes, I do. Great. Check. Awesome. Checking that off the list. Um, here's the good thing. If he does or does not come with you, I'm glad he doesn't want to help you pick out the apartment. You know why? Because now it gives you all the control. You don't have to consider him. You go online. You go to all the sites. You find the place that makes you so happy, that seems safe, that you can, like, you know, have people maybe that you know in Los Angeles who who can check out and make sure is isn't, isn't some piece of shit hellhole and they can send you a video and, to, you know, whatever of the place. Because, like, you know, there are certain areas in L.A. that are nice. There are other areas that are sketchy and in weird little weird zones. Um, so I would say, yeah, find your place. You're moving to L.A. You take care of you and let this dude fucking rise to the occasion and come to the table and talk to you if he has a problem or if he wants to go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're, 20 years, you're 20 years old. You've got your shit to do. And, and don't let him uh, impede that. Impede on that? Oh, my God, I'm using bad grammar. I'm using that. Not the wrong. <laughs> it's an inferno in the studio. Anyway, but you know what I mean? It's like you find your spot. Don't even worry about him. And, and just assume, assume, worst case scenario, you're breaking up with the bonehead and you're moving to Los Angeles and starting your new life, all right? And that's great. That's fine. You're, you'll be fine. You know, if you can't, if he can't even be bothered to communicate with you, maybe he's depressed, maybe he's confused. I don't know if I'd want to date a gamer. That sounds a little bit unromantic because uh, it'd always just be gaming, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm a gamer myself, so that's kind of how oh, okay, we sorry. Ah! even got together. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm not a gamer, so, like, my whole, I mean, I'm, like, I play emotional games and stuff, but, like, my goal, like, I just have this fear that, like, a guy who always plays video games, I know it's not exactly what a gamer is, but, like, I have this fear of, like, that being a guy who just only plays video games and never wants to have sex and is always, like, in front of the TV and not making eye contact, so I, I have this, like, weird assumption, but, uh, Yeah, like, see, that's the thing. We, we would always, like, play video games together, and we still kind of do. It's just the fact that I've been so busy with getting everything together for the apartment and everything like that. It's like I haven't really had much time to game with him and he's also had his own stuff going on and I I try What's to be supportive. Huh? What's his own stuff going on? Tell me about that. It's yeah, it's issues with his family. His mother is not really in the mood to take care of his grandmother, so he feels like he has to step up to the plate to take care of his grandmother himself. Um, although um his uncle is full on and willing already taking care of his grandmother. They live together at the point and it's just it's a whole cycle and also to the point where his aunt, who is sort of kind of a drug addict and doesn't really take care of her own kids, his mom's taking care of his little cousins and he feels like he needs to be the rock in the entire family and take care of everyone. And I keep telling him that it's although it is his family he needs to focus on, on what he needs to do because he's still attending college. He wants to be a 3D graphic designer. He wants to do everything in his own life for himself because he's always had to do everything for everyone else. He hasn't really been able to focus on himself much. So I keep trying to encourage him to go on his own, do what he needs to do. And then when he does have enough money, enough of a stable career to help his family, then he can help his family because at the moment his family can deal with what they're dealing with. And he just, it stresses him out more because his mother 
and his grandmother kind of bicker to him like he's a child and it's like he's 23 i mean he's not a child and i constantly tell him that they're they're just treating him like a child because they're your elders of course they're going to treat you like a child because in their eyes you're a child i mean like to my dad my dad still sees me as like a three-year-old baby that's like <laughs> barely <laughs> able to walk and <laughs> falls on my Listen. face all the time Listen to you. You're so grounded and such a fucking badass. You're so cool. Like, you so get it and you see things so clearly. And the thing is, though, like, if he can't hear you and he's not there yet, you know, you can't, you can't make somebody hear you. Like, you, you put out the information. You say what you need to say. If it can land in his brain, it will. If he can take it in and understand it and digest it and process it, you know, that's on him. Like, here's the thing. I know people who have been in that same, in that stuck in that cycle of like, oh my God, my mom, you know, my mom, I've got to take care of my mom. Then my mom's dying. Oh my God, my, my mom's a state. I've got to take care of my mom. Like, and they, they, they get, they, their whole life becomes dedicated to taking care of their family members and their whole life passes them by and they never got to realize their stuff, you know? So I've actually witnessed that. It's really bizarre and it's really sad. And, and you have to like, and I totally am with you. Like he needs to, if he started his life and he, got a good career going on, then he could actually, like, take a step back and really help his family financially and, you know, with the energy, whatever. I'm with you. Now, here's the thing. I'm glad you told me that because, yeah, it sounds like he's really stressed out with real shit. He's not just, like, shutting down because he's scared to move. He's got a lot of stuff on his plate. So, you know, you can just put it out there that if he wants to talk, you'd love to listen and and, and, and not try to, like, tell him how he should be feeling or blah, 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 like his mom does. Maybe just say, hey, if you want to just talk, you know, it's just maybe you know, I'd love to, like, hear everything that's going on with you if, if you want to talk. You don't have to. And uh, and then you go look for your apartment, and you have to take care of you, and, and, and then it's up to him to to make a decision, you know? And there's a big chance that he will stay in Florida, and you will go to Los Angeles without him, and that's that's fine. If that happens, it might be sad and you might not have to break up and, but like, that's the thing. Like, that's why relationships are difficult, whatever's going on in them, because, you know, two people are in the relationship and if you can't, if you're not going to go in the same direction and grow together and you're, then you have to go your separate ways and it sucks and you've got to like, you know, pick up the pieces and go, but it's like, you've got to take care of yourself. What are you supposed to do? You're 20 years old. I'm so proud of you for being brave and getting your shit together and, like, moving forward. Like, just be excited about that. Just because some shit is unknown right now and confusing and frustrating doesn't mean you can't still, like, be really excited about your life and the future and stuff. Like, just try to live in that excitement and put the stress aside and, uh, you know, let your boyfriend worry about his life. You don't have to, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. It seems like you you know what you're doing. Oh my god, you're great. I, I'm 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 taking another phone call. You're a little too together. I I don't even know why you think you need to call into the show. You're you've got it sorted. Um, what a great girl. Uh, Aries code six four six. Who's this? Hello. Is it me? It's you. It's you. Hello, Hello everything. It's Greta. I don't know. I'm gonna remind you. I'm the singer who sang on your show before. Oh, Greta. How are you doing? Tell me how old you are again. I am eighteen. And I'm kind of, I'm in kind of like, I had sort of a scary situation that I, I don't know if I'm blowing out of proportion because I'm going to college, um, I'm going to SUNY Purchase in upstate New York, um, 
this Friday. So literally the day after tomorrow. And it's just like the first big move that I've ever experienced. And I think that that might be part of the reason that this is scaring me so much. But basically, I've been like busking in the park. If you don't know what that means, like a lot of people don't know what busking means. Every time I say it, it's like I'm playing for money in the park. And oh, I've been I loving it. I, I know what busking yeah. is. But, but yeah, like, you, you would. It's so funny, though. Sometimes I tell people and they're like, okay, what's busking? So anyway, yeah. so I was playing and I've just been doing it and making a lot of money and just like, just there's at Washington Square Park in New York City is like, you've probably been there. It's just so fun for mus- for musicians because it's just like you can jam with anyone. It's just been great. But so today I was meeting a friend of mine that I, I didn't know that well, but I know that he's like a really good musician. And while I was waiting for him, I started, like, I was the one who talked to this guy because he had a guitar, and I was just pissed off because these skateboarders are always taking over the park where I want to play. So I brought that up, and he sat down next to me, and he started talking to me. But as he started talking to me, I felt like there was just something weird about him. I just felt like he didn't really, he wasn't picking up on social cues, like, yeah. I told him that I was I was meeting a friend. I said, yeah, I'm meeting a friend, and we're going to jam. And he had a guitar, and he was like, do you think I could jam with you guys? And I was like, you know, I, I really haven't met this guy that many. Like, I I might just want to play with him. And then as soon as the guy got there, he pulled his guitar out, and we started all jamming. And oh. it was super – it was fun, but it was, like, weirding me out, you know, especially because the guy who I, like, was there to meet is extremely talented. I was super excited. He wants to record me. I mean, I've never had someone, like, a guy my age listen to my music and love it. Like, it's usually girls, and so that excites me. But anyway, so I was really <laughs> looking forward to this. And now there's this, like, extra guy who's, like, obviously sort of has some social awkwardness. And so we're playing – and I don't know, you're going to hate me throughout this story, but, like, I want to know if this kind of thing has ever happened to you, where it's, like, when I get around people, sometimes, even when I know they're creepy, I, I like, don't have a wall up. Like, I just say everything. So he said he said something about, what like, what I'm doing. Like he, he was, like, what's your name? I was, like, Greta. And, and then he was, like, so... I just basically said that I'm going to City Purchase this Friday. And he goes, oh, I live, like, 15 minutes away from there. And I'm like, oh, cool. And then as we're hanging out, he starts sort of like turning the guitar to me when we're all playing and sort of singing to me. And, and then we're taking a break. And he's like, uh, so what are you doing right soon? And I was like, you know, I'm really, really hungry, so I think I'm going to go home, like, to hang out with my parents. And he was like, okay, what are you doing after that? And I was like, I think I'm going to hang Jesus. out with my boyfriend. Yeah, no, it gets worse. I'm like, I think I'm going to hang out with my boyfriend. And he's like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm not going to see him for a very long time when I go to school. And he's like, oh, are you guys breaking up? And I'm like. Jesus. Yeah. And I'm like, no, we're not breaking up. And he was like, oh, like it would be, I wish you would <laughs> so that I could be your boyfriend. Okay. And, and I don't even get aggressive. I literally just sort of get awkward. But I did not, like, put a wall up. I did not, you know, stand up for myself or say how that's incredibly creepy. I just sort of smiled, like, didn't even smile, but just sort of looked away. And finally, though, I'm like, I think I'm going to go home. And he's like, can I have your number? And I gave him my fucking number. It's like, I don't even know. No, I know. I know. It's like, I'm so anyway, 
I get home. I call my boyfriend. He comes. I'm, like, freaking out. I was, like, sobbing because he really gave me the heebie-jeebies. I did not like him. I don't know why. He knows so much about me now. And basically, I blocked. He texted me. said, hey, it's Aaron. I blocked him. And But what freaks me out more about that is that, like, I won't be able to know if he's texting me a lot. But it's, like, I'm just going to completely forget about him, and hopefully he'll forget about me. So there's my uh, story. Okay, here's the thing I just want to say. Like, believe me, I've done it, too. Oh, my God. I, I've I've done this, too, where it's, like, here's what this is really about. It's about weird people-pleasing that yep. I mm-hmm. feel like it's very, very specific to women, and it has to stop. Like, you're allowed. It has to. It has to stop because, like, you're it's, you're allowed to get up and go. Yeah, I'm gonna go move over here and like, and we're gonna go play over here or like, or just or not mm-hmm. say anything and like, oh yeah, fine, nice to meet you later. And then you go with your friend, you go just whisper to him or text your friend and go, yeah, that guy's creeping me out. Let's find a new spot. Like you don't have, you're allowed to do that. You're totally allowed to. What's the worst that's gonna happen? Who cares? What if he to call you a bitch or a cunt or go fuck you? You crazy? Like that's more on him. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like you, you have to take care of you and do whatever you want to do, and not do anything you don't want to do. Like, so you know, I know. Like you got, and you have to. Pay, everybody has to pay attention to their intuition. If you think you could create, and listen, mm-hmm. it, hindsight is twenty. Hindsight is twenty twenty. You can't go back now. I say unblock him. You can unblock him, and then you can mute the conversation, and then you can see when he's texting you. But never respond, okay? If you think you're going to respond out of people-pleaserness or whatever, like, mm-hmm. don't do that. And keep them blocked. But here's the deal. Next time, just now you know, um, don't tell somebody where you're going to go to school. Don't tell people where you live. Don't give that information. And, and pay attention, like, to your intuition. Go, walk, just walk away. Just, you don't mm-hmm. say anything. You could, you could nod. You could ignore him. You could walk away. You didn't want to play music with him and not the other person. Like, you kind of, you sacrifice your own intention and your own goal and happiness and comfort to like placate some strangers that that made you feel uncomfortable anyway why Mm -hmm. it's you're so right it's the people pleasing thing it's like now when I'm in my house I feel super strong and I'm like I would totally be like fuck you but when I'm when I was there I was just completely like I just because in my mind it's like screwed up it's like the nicer I am, the more he won't be weird to me when that's not the case. But do you know what I mean? It's like you sense someone's a little weird, so you try to be nice to them because you want to be, like, good one, like the one that they – like, I'm having a lot of scary thoughts about this. Like, I have a very creative imagination. I'm terrified that he's going to, like, shoot me. I'm, like, really scared. Well, listen, put those thoughts aside. You know, you can look over your shoulder when you're going to school and always, like, walk with a friend or something or, like – but, like – you have a boyfriend. Don't give out your number. So not only is this a guy you don't even want to date in the future, he's a creep. Don't give out your number if you don't want to. Don't do it. And believe me, I've done it too, so don't, don't feel alone in that. Like, I know it happened. Yeah. But uh, but also, the, another thing is, the goal isn't to be, like, on the, on the other end of the spectrum where you're like, fuck you, dude, you weirdo. Leave us alone. Like, you don't want to be like that. Just say nothing. Walk away. And then say to your yeah. friend, or make something up and be like, whoever your friend was that was meeting you, let's say his name is Tommy, just be like, oh, Tommy, you come over here with me for a second? And you just go over uh-huh. there. And he'll, and, and your cool friend Tommy that gets you that you feel comfortable with will be like, yeah, what's going on? And you'll be like, oh, yeah, that guy totally freaked me out. we got to get away from him. And, like, and just you 
but don't be like fuck you because that's like being antagonistic and that's like starting a whole other thing. Yeah. Just, you just want to like be cool, quiet, calm, cool, collected, and get the fuck out of there and ignore, ignore people, mm-hmm. shut shut shit down, give out a fake number if you want to, but don't give out any number. Just go. I have a boyfriend. He'd be pissed. He have a big yeah. boyfriend. He'd kill you. Bye. I do. I really do, though. Like, I told my boyfriend about this, and I didn't know, but I guess he went, after he left my house, he walked around the park. He did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. Yeah, he's really sweet. Well, I'm go sweet. Wait, are you, are you going to break up with your boyfriend, or are you going to stay together? Um. Oh, we're like... Totally. Well, here's the thing. We literally haven't even talked about, like, we never labeled it. It just sort of, like, fluidly became that we hang out all the time. And then tonight, to be honest, this whole incident, I, like, told my, like, I told him, and I kept calling him my boyfriend to him. And, like, he seemed like he really warmed up to that idea. I don't know. But anyway, but, like, we are like that. But, like, that was kind of nice. But anyway... Oh, that's yeah. great. See, if anything, if there's one thing that came out of this, it's the fact that your boyfriend now enjoys you calling him, like, the, now you got the label into play. So that's pretty cool. So Yeah, it was actually great because I've actually been struggling. Like, the big panic attack I had before this was thinking that he was hanging out with this other girl. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. I think I'm just putting any bit of, like, obviously this thing tonight was creepy, but I'm, like, blowing it huge because I'm just so scared about going and like everything changing and going to college you know well listen take a breath you're on the phone with me right now it's one thing at a time you can't control everything don't mm-hmm. even think about this murderer guy you met in the park anymore <laughs> just like just learn from <laughs> it that, that like stop with the people pleasing don't do it just like it's okay just because you're a girl doesn't mean you have to be nice to everybody and smile you're allowed to be gruff and silent and not play into like social norms or be accommodating uh-huh. to everybody just remember it's cooler if you're not you don't have to be a jerk but you can find that balance of like just being quiet and getting out of there and taking care of yourself first always and uh yeah and i think otherwise you're good okay you're not worried that i'm gonna die I don't think, I mean, we're all going to die, but I mean, I don't know. You can always call the police. You can, I mean, you can always, un, you can always un, uh, unblock him if you promise me and yourself that you won't respond to him. And then if he starts getting weird and scary, you can call the police. But I'm, I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't. I can't. You can always. Yeah, I know. I won't give that. I won't make, <laughs> make you God or something. I mean, but... I'm, I'm not. <laughs> but like, I just, I'm, I'm glad I talked to you. Like I'm glad I talked to you. Big sister. I'm like your big sister. I'm so proud of you for not only like busking in the park and making money and like you're gonna make an album and do all this cool stuff and you have a cool boyfriend and like guys are after you and you got but you got into SUNY purchase. That's very exciting. It's a tough school to get into, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I'm really excited. That's, I'm going for acting. So, I'm. Oh, you're going for acting? Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm so proud of you, and, like, this is so cool. You're going to make an album. You're going to go to your school for acting. You're just, like, super well-rounded and amazing and, like, being super creative, <laughs> and this is a great time in life. So put all your worry aside just for next time. Learn from this experience about giving your number out and people-pleasing, and this will also happen. Like, by the way, 
let's say you're at SUNY Purchase and somebody, like a teacher, comes on to you mm-hmm. and you're alone with him in a room and he, like, tries to, you know, make you give him a blowjob or something or something weird, whatever. <laughs> don't, do any, don't do anything you don't want to do. If you feel uncomfortable and you don't want to be left alone with somebody, don't hang back and yeah. be left alone with somebody. Like, yeah, you need to realize. I feel like I have to go through extreme just little situations so that I learn from them. Like, but, me especially, like, I've noticed this summer I've had a couple incidents that make me really upset in different ways, and then I had like a huge, what? like, epiphany from them. Like, okay. just one that I don't even want to talk about because it it's just terrible, but it was like, ugh, I can't even talk about it. But it made me realize how much I love my boyfriend or my guy. Well, yeah, here's the thing. Trust your intuition. The minute, like, there's a little voice inside you going, no, I don't want to do that. Oh, no, no, that's not, oh, no, I, oh fuck. Um, maybe that's not a good Like, whatever. <laughs> Listen to that. When that little feeling of dread in the pit of your stomach pops up, like, yeah, mm-hmm. don't don't be alone with somebody when you know you get a sinister feeling about it and, like, you're just by yourself and you can't cry for help or, or nobody yeah. will hear you or that they probably want to fuck you and, you know, the motive is usually, like, a dude wants to stick his dick in you or make out with you or do something sexual mm-hmm. or weird or whatever. Who knows? Like, just you got to be careful. Cover your drinks. Don't let people buy you drinks. Don't let people put a drug yeah. in your drinks. Don't give out your number. Don't people, tell people where you live. Don't be walking home late at night. Don't don't walk into somebody's house or, or, or don't be afraid you're going to offend somebody. Like, oh, like yeah. well, some, guy just, some guy said um, he would make the phone call for me and call me an Uber from inside. He asked me to come inside. Um, I better go inside even though I don't want to because I don't know him. He's a stranger, but I don't want to offend him because I don't want him to think that I think he's a murderer or a bad guy. Uh, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, just, just stand outside. You're alive. If, if some guy was – now I'm just making up random uh, situations, but, like, if some person was gave you attitude about being scared to come inside uh, uh, or put yourself in a, in a precarious situation – that's even more questionable on their part because totally. if, you, if you were their daughter or their little sister or their girlfriend, they would be like, and they cared about you, they'd be like, oh, cool. I, I totally understand. If I were you, I'd feel the same way. Like, yeah, stay out there. I, yeah. I know why you don't. Like, a normal person would be like, yeah, you're right to cover your ass. I could be a murderer. But a murderer, a scary person, rapist, weirdo would be like, oh, what, you don't trust me? Okay, so you're, forget it. Like, they, they'd have an attitude about it. That's mm-hmm. weird. Them being defensive is weird. Anyway, now I'm just rambling. But uh, be careful on your journey and your travels, and I love you, and I'm proud of you. And it is 10.15 p.m. I'm going to wrap up the show. Jake Davis, you called in. You wanted to tell me about the issues you're having with Tinder and all the experiences you're having, and you say you're having you're exhausted by, by them and the girls you're running into and you're kind of sick of certain things. If you want to call back in, I'm ready for your number to pop up unless you, you got annoyed because of the technical difficulty and I didn't get right back to your call. I'm so sorry. But I'm here for you now if you want to chat about it. Otherwise, I'm going to um, talk to you guys all next week during Boy Crazy Radio every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Pacific uh, here at boycrazyradio.com. You guys, I hope the show came in loud and clear. I'm sorry we we couldn't hear an intro song. Perhaps we'll be able to hear an outro song. If anybody wants to call in, phone lines are open before I end it completely, 646. 378-0649 is the number. Once again, I didn't read emails because I got too swept away in storytelling and talking to the few phone calls that I did get. Um, Here's the deal. I think we should be friends on social media. 
My name is Alexi Wasser. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Alexi Wasser. Uh, I'm on Facebook as well, somewhere in the vortex of the interweb. You can find me on Facebook. I think I have a few pages. Um, And by the way, Boy Crazy Radio is a listener-supported show. I think I have some advertising that plays before shows. I don't know what that's all about because I don't see any revenue from that shit. So uh, if you want to make a donation, those are totally and completely accepted and loved and felt grateful about uh, or whatever. You go to, in order to donate to the show, you go to imboycrazy.com, which is where it all began, my blog. And uh, you can click on the right-hand side, click on the button that says Donate. And uh, other than that, I'll see you here again next Wednesday, 9 p.m. Pacific. And I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you. Big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for 100 bucks from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for day. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio. Reward card requires online registration.